that's where we have to well, go. You know, but I think part of this is the president is uh, going to gird the country for what could become a broader regional war. Uh, I think kind of set expectations that this isn't going to be over quickly. Uh, you know, this isn't a 20 year conflict the U.S. is signing up for a la Iraq and Afghanistan. But, uh, you know, with the scenario, Dan Balls was describing of Taiwan, where China's emboldened Ukraine, Israel, it sounds almost like World War Three, mm -hmm. you know, with these three different regional wars. What that could mean is higher gas prices, for example, if there is a broader regional war in the Middle East, which would could potentially hurt the economy, certainly make people feel squeezed. Mm -hmm. uh, and he warned when, Americans about that when the exactly, began. Yeah. When inflation is starting to come down because interest rates are going up, you know, this could could put a spin on things. In some ways, to Karen and Olivier's points, the, the issue is, is almost less about money, uh, especially for Israel, than the actual availability of supplies. What are the mm. things that are ready? It, will there be some kind of mobilization which the president could announce tonight uh, to make more of those 155 millimeter artillery shells that are so in demand in Ukraine and Israel. That's the kind of thing that would require presidential leadership, maybe invoking the uh, Defense Production Act that we heard so much about during COVID, which was actually written and intended for emergencies just like this one. Yeah, and while we don't know the future, it does seem like this may just be the start of uh, more addresses from the president. We heard from him last week. We heard from him yesterday. Uh, so this could be the beginning of Americans uh, hearing from the president about the situation in the Middle East. Uh, we are now just a few moments away. Good evening, my fellow Americans. We're facing an inflection point in history. One of those moments where the decisions we make today determine the future for decades to come. That's what I'd like to talk with you about tonight. Now, early this morning, I returned from Israel. They tell me I'm the first American president to travel there during the war. His chin still dimpled. I met with the prime minister and members of his cabinet. And most movingly, I met with Israelis who had personally lived through horrific horror by the attack by Hamas on the 7th of October. Is that true? Is he the only president that's ever been during an act of war? Israel. Scores of but sadly, these the Jeff Dunham skits are just getting boring now. <laughs> so here's a whole whole website of presidents that have, dude, no, Bush, Abraham Lincoln, of course, Roosevelt, Lyndon B. Johnson, Nixon, George Right, first fucking line's line. Dude, Donald Trump, Barack Obama. No, was it during, was it during a... Uh, Israel being at war is, I think, what they were referring to. Right away. Oh, okay. Like so many other. That thing, that's what he meant. Like Israel, Palestinian life, including the explosion. It's like us. It's like saying America has peace time. Done by the Israelis. We mourn every. No, we don't have fucking peace time because we bombed somebody three days ago. Humanity of innocent Palestinians who only want to live in peace and have an opportunity. You know, the assault on Israel it's has been I, I should not have with this tragedy and brutality inflicted on the people of Ukraine, <laughs> people that were very badly hurt since Putin launched his all-out invasion. 
We've not forgotten the mass graves. The bodies waiting for the signs of torture. Israel would be better Great off if Putin hadn't bombed them. And thousands and thousands <clears throat> of Ukrainian children forcibly taken into Russia, stolen from their parents. I don't know. He's turning this into Sick. Russia. Hamas and Putin represent different threats. Oh, my God. He's, he's equating they the two. want to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy. Completely annihilate it. Hamas' stated purpose for existing is the destruction of the state of Israel and the murder of Jewish people. Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people. Hamas uses Palestinian civilians as human shields, and innocent Palestinian families are suffering greatly because of them. Meanwhile, Putin denies Ukraine has or ever had real statehood. He claims the Soviet Union created Ukraine. And just two weeks ago, he told the world that if the United States and our allies withdraw, and if the United States withdraw, our allies will as well, military support for Ukraine would have, quote, a week left to live, but we're not withdrawing. I know these conflicts can be He's not wrong. And it's natural to ask, why does this matter to America? He's seen enough Let wars in his fucking 60-year career. Sure and Ukraine He's seen and all the American wars, even the revolutionary. <laughs> 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 he terror. When dictators don't I remember what a grown-up served with Washington. More chaos and death and more destruction. He was a bad dude. They keep going. And the cost and the threats to America and the world keep rising. So if we don't stop Putin's appetite for power and control in Ukraine. Dude, he's really turning this on Russia. He's, Putin's already I did not expect this. To remind, quote, remind Poland. Remind, that quote. Western land was a gift from Russia. Sam says, I'm One waiting for the donate to Israel link. President of Russia it's has it's not a libertarian podcast. Latvian, They're not going to ask Russia's for information. They're just going to take it. <laughs> These are all NATO allies. For 75 years, NATO has kept peace in Europe. Why wouldn't they and say World War Three? Of American no, security. Wall Street and or Washington Post was saying ally, it right before this. They're we like, will defend every inch of NATO which a, a treaty requires and calls for. We'll have something that we do not seek. Make it clear, we do not seek. We do not seek to have American troops fighting. Oh, so we gotta like we gotta pretend like they've been at war forever. And oh, now we and maybe most importantly, our adversaries and competitors are watching. They're watching our response in Ukraine as well. And if we walk away and let Putin erase Ukraine's independence, would-be aggressors around the world be emboldened to try the same? Mm. The risk of conflict and chaos could spread in other parts of the world. That's the announcement. We're invading <laughs> Mexico, especially <laughs> Fuck yeah. how the turntables is supporting Russia's you in Ukraine. We're invading Mexico, not bringing back slavery. Groups in the region. How would you not be making me burritos anymore? Hold them accountable, I might add. The United States. I don't, don't want to go to Mexico to get burritos. We build a better future for the Middle East. Look, there's a place across <laughs> the street from my the work. They make the fucking best stable, fucking Hispanic food. I will say we like had uh, bur- burritos at this Carter Mexican place in Maryland. Announced this year at the summit. Ooh. See, I'm telling you, like, we've got Hispanic food here. Less rage, less. But like when you get to big cities, that's when you get Mexican food. Yes. You get Hispanic food here. You get Mexican food in cities. American leadership. It's still not good enough to get me to live in the city, but it's 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 an, it's enjoyable when I have to unfortunately. It's it's I'm worth the visit. Values are what make us a partner that other nations want to work with. To put They're all that at real. risk, if we walk away from Ukraine, we turn our backs on Israel. Got to roll that R. Worth it. Yeah. That's why tomorrow I'm going to send to Congress an urgent budget request 
to fund America's national security needs, to support our critical partners, including Israel and Ukraine. It's a smart investment that's going to pay dividends for American security for generations. Oh no, God. it's not. It's keep American troops out of It's going to way. fucking send us into even a worse economic system. More peaceful, It'll more keep American troops out of the war for now. Let's <laughs> make sure that they have what they need to protect their people today and always. The security package I'm sending to Congress and asking Congress to do is an unprecedented commitment to Israel's security that will sharpen Israel's qualitative military edge, which we've committed to, the qualitative military edge. We're going to make sure Iron Dome continues to drive the skies over Israel. Remember that. We're going to make sure other hostile actors in the region know that Israel is stronger than ever and prevent this conflict from spreading. Look, at the same time... It's too late. It's already spread. It's already spread. Again, yesterday, the critical nature is to operate by the laws of war. That means protecting civilians in combat as best as they can. Oh, here we go, cough. Yeah, here we go. Urgently need food, water, and medicine. (laughs) Yesterday, in discussions with the leaders of Israel and Egypt, I secured an agreement for the first shipment of humanitarian assistance from the United Nations to Palestinian civilians in Gaza. Hamas does not divert. Blink twice if you're okay. Blink once if you're being held against your will. Sustained delivery of life-saving humanitarian assistance for oh, that's one blink. <laughs> one blink. Hard as is, we cannot give up on peace. We cannot give up on a two-state solution. Israel and Palestinians equally deserve to live in safety, dignity, and peace. You know, and here at home, we have to be honest with ourselves. In recent years, too much hate has given too much oxygen, fueling racism, the rise of anti-Semitism, Islamic phobia, right here in America. Anti-Zionism is not anti-Semitism. I'm just putting in that, led to that the out there. Horrific threats and attacks that both shock us and break our hearts. Because Zion is the Jewish and state, right? And then Semitism yeah. is the religion. Yeah, it's, it's like the Israel nationalist like mindset. The Jewish community. Today, Jewish families worried about being targeted in school. Wearing symbols of their face, walking down the street, oh or going God. out about their daily lives. Well, how about all? How about all the and fucking know, Israelis like spitting at the Muslim feet of America, Christians in, in Israel? How about that? Yeah, it wasn't it like a month or two ago. Like they were banning Christian practices in Israel. Yeah, dude. The, dude, that's what I'm saying. Zionism is a problem. And distrust we saw after 9/11, just last week. I believe in their right here in the United States. Their own have their own state right. They have land, but like their government's just as bad as ours. It's basically ours, like smaller and less powerful. But it's the same corruption and the same bullshit. You can't stand by and stand. Look at him. He's a. He's like sucking on a lemon. Must without equivocation denounce. Anti-Semitism. We must Somebody turn the lights down. Papa's going to go blind. Shit. <laughs> to all you hurting, those of you hurting, I want you to know I see you. You belong. And I want to say this to you. So well, I want to divert your attention. That photo that's over his left shoulder, but to your right. You know, in moments like these. When Does that look like a kid riding on George Bush's shoulders? We have to work harder than ever to hold on to the value. Is that George Bush now. in the background? Dude, it's a Barack Obama. Freedom. It's Barack Obama. We all have a it's right to disagree. Without fear of being targeted in schools or workplaces or in our communities, 
And then the guy with the gold tie, that's Mark Kamal. See each other now as long as you. When I was in Israel, yes, uh, I love I love Mike Kamal. He's funny as fuck. But I mean, he did he did work in the White House around about the time G, GW was in office. Got justice. He made mistakes, so I cautioned the government of Israel he was on not a, to be blinded on the by rage. Team. And here in America, well, I don't know if he was on his team, but he worked in the White House. We yeah, he worked in the White House. Forms. I know that. All forms of hate. Look at that! See, look at that! Also, or, look, at that. Look, look at those hands. That's what great nations do. It's Look, I'm telling you, these fucking Muppets are getting wild looking. This is so, so fucking realistic. Have you is this ever the homeless seen... Muppet they were introducing? Without interruption. <laughs> so Ukraine can stop Putin's brutality in Ukraine. They are Ukraine can stop Putin's brutality in Ukraine. Dude, I, I, so I was not expecting, I, and I should have known better, but I was not expecting him to twist this into an anti-Putin speech. But that's, that's, that's all, it's all it's been. Ukraine has regained more than 50%. Well, it's about par because, I mean, the left really loved the Ukraine-Russia war because nothing like, Communists in America fighting a communist overseas. It's fucking right. weird. Yeah, but right. Then, you're you're very right. You if, got, you were to, if you were to come out and con, like completely like go like hard against like the Palestinians and Hamas, then he would lose any sort of uh strength that he had with the far left. I will not he is playing this like as well All as Ukraine he possibly can or not him he's just being told what to say but this is the capacity the capability well that's crazy though isn't like the left is like against left authoritarian which would be the people that they would put in the power but then republicans you look at republicans let me be clear about something they're anti you know, basically, like, look, I'm not saying Republicans are I'm not saying leftists are all communists. Allocated by Congress, but how far off do you think Hamas is from where Republicans stand politically? Like, do you think it's that far? Um, I don't think it's that far, no. It's not that far, because it's all about protecting the homeland, right? Yeah, I think the big difference is it's, uh, I mean, I think they're, you know, obviously Hamas is very religious-based, and I just Obviously, conservative II, Republicans are also religion-oriented. I just think it's like the addedness of like hardcore religion that separates them. Many Republicans are willing to go shoot up their neighbor over what their pastor said, but I mean, the the only difference is poverty. Their brave fight against that, that makes people when you can't feed not your family, that makes American people change. A war zone not controlled by the United States military. With me was just a small group of security personnel, a few advisors. But when I exited that train and met Zelensky, President Zelensky, this is Zelensky. I was bringing with me the idea of America, the promise of America. It ain't there no more, but here's an idea. Years ago. It's the Jedi Order. Independence, no. self-determination. The idea of it. As I walked through Kiev with President Zelensky, he had a fucking siren sounding in the distance. Again. And then he's going to go, General Lee was right. The South will rise again, right? If he, if he so believes in American values. Still. Still. <laughs> Where is my friend Madeleine Albright? I mean, that would just be par for a Democrat. Yeah, innocent people all over the world. 
Let's admit it, though. Generally, he was the fucking man. Believe in a better life because of us. He was quite possibly the, the best be strategist uh, ever. Oh, yeah. And that come out of American military. Yeah. Um, and no one argues that. Everyone just argues that he was kind of a piece of shit for having slaves, which... He didn't have slaves. We did not he have slaves. He did. He had freedom all at one point, but he did. At one oh, okay. We cannot and will not let terrorists... Like he was not a big fan of it. I think towards the to let that beginning of the war, I think he had endangered servitude. Like, not endangered servitude, but like he paid... Where like former slaves fucking nothing to work his fields, but he the paid them. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's kind of where like people like, oh, you paid them. I mean, I guess he did. Yeah, paid him more than the Irish. My fellow Americans, thank you for your time. May God bless you all. Go fuck God protect our troops. Of course. Why? Why is he gonna protect our troops, Joe? Where are you sending them? Tonight, in a rare Oval Office address, announcing an urgent budget request to Congress, described as an unprecedented. We were able to get him dressed and keep him Israel and Ukraine. This is live coverage from the Washington Post. I'm Rhonda Colvin. All right. Well, that was not, and honestly, I'm. That's not what I expected. I was expecting something more. uh aggressive i guess um but there you have it that was joe biden saying you did pretty pretty much nothing a lot of nothing um he kept talking he t- i'm pretty sure he talked about russia and ukraine more than israel and uh you know palestine so that was interesting that's not what i expected um did you expect him to come out and be like hey guys guess what so there's already troops in ukraine and israel Things done by Tuesday. <laughs> Let's come home, go Tuesday, and we're going to Waffle House. Let's do it. Free Waffle how's House that, for everybody. How's that? How's that uh, thing from Ricky Bobby go? Um, oh, there's a whole thing they have. Like they're like, I'm going to do this, do this, and then we'll end up drinking beer. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I don't know. so that was. Um, I mean, but okay. So it's it is odd for. This is the I think this is the first time that Biden has done an announcement from the Oval Office, if I'm if I'm correct. And it's kind of odd that it was very lackluster, right? I you know, I, I honestly I was fully expecting some something of substance, right? And he he just pretty much restated everything that you know we've been saying, uh, or at least the US government has been saying for the past like week or so, right? Not really taking a hard side in Israel and Palestine. You know, keeps he's reiterating that fucking the midget uh, in Ukraine needs more money to fight off the the evil doer. So Putin is obviously worse than uh, than Hamas in this, based off of what we just listened to. And I wasn't expecting that. I was kind of expecting it to be strictly about Israel and and Hamas, and uh, that 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 was not what I expected. Um, Pretty, I don't know. It was kind of boring. I was expecting, I was, I was expecting to get people. Oh, we're going to war. We're you know, wartime efforts, and we're this and then that. No, it's just it's just the same thing that he's been tweeting for the past week. So uh, I don't know. What what did you think about so, it? Yeah, I mean, it was basically like if the guy at your company who who could have taken an email makes it into a meeting. If that guy becomes president, that's what that was. Yes. That like, was all could have been a press release. Like they could have yes. sent out an email or some shit. And we like, right. okay, cool. Whatever. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. 
Yeah, that's it, it was a, a, a it was a meeting that could have been a memo. That completely was <laughs> that's a perfect analogy for it. Um, I mean, so but you know, let's get some conspiratorial about it because I have to. Um, you know, it this is I think this is the first time he's done an oval office kind of press announcement, whatever. Um, I know I know George Bush did a lot of oval offices and it, and it was like you know incrementally getting worse uh with every overall oval office announcement that he did after 9/11 so uh you know could he pre- be like preparing us for oval office announcements you know eight o'clock at night prime time people stop what they're doing and they're gonna listen or watch or, or something like that do you think he could be kind of like normalizing us to this kind of kind of rhetoric uh this kind of setting um or do you think they or or could this all of this that we've all been freaking out about for the past you know almost three weeks could this really all just kind of turn into like nothing because i have a hard time believing that right i know i have co-workers who have who know people who are based in iraq they're national guard uh they're in iraq and they got bombed uh <clears throat> three days ago i think it was tuesday and it just not common though. It's not uncommon, but it just came out in the news today, like this afternoon, like later this afternoon. So it's like it. There's obvious like upheaval and uh, an anger within the like the Arab countries in the Middle East. And is he trying to quell people's worries about us going to war again and trying to you know? be United States and we're going to try to handle this. We're just going to throw a fuck ton of money at these things to try to fix them before we have to get involved. Or do you think that um, like, or do you think that like him throwing a shit ton of tax dollars at these things is actually going to like quell any of these sort of uprisings? I know like uh, there are issues in Lebanon with the U S embassy. I know that there's Jordan was amassing people. I know, uh, a destroyer ship in the Mediterranean shot down a couple drones and couple uh, uh, rockets from Lebanon. Like, do we see this kind of just like kind of fading away and being a, a very contained uh, conflict or is it, or is it like how I see it where the Muslim world is starting to come together? Uh, Sunnis and Shiites are starting to come together and they're going to try to fight the American empire because the, I, I think they see Israel as part of the, of the American empire, which I, I, I wouldn't disagree. Like, what, what do you think? What do you think about that? Um, I think a lot of the world war three talk is overhyped. I do believe that there's another conflict on the horizon because it's America. Um, and you can't say that there's not and think you're going to be right. Um, but in, in all reality, I think I think what he's doing is giving the illusion that we're spending money to prevent the next conflict. When in reality, he's just helping arm both sides so that next time when we do the conflict, we can do it bigger and better than last time. Spend more fucking money with more troops, more lives, all of these things. So that way, you know, he can have his FDR fucking moment. Like, you know, it was great tyranny and we fought him kind of bullshit. No, it, He has no intention of backing down from another war. He absolutely does not, because if he thought he could keep his fucking job and not get ousted early, he would have invaded Ukraine day fucking one. He would have been right there 
with tons and tons of fucking U.S. troops in Ukraine ready to fight Russia because guess fucking what? It, that's the only way this fucking country makes money is by war. And that's what yeah. they're going to keep doing until the day they fucking die because there's only one loan that they get from the Federal Reserve interest-free, and that's for fucking war. And that's yep. all they give a shit about. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I guess that'll do it. Um, I'm, I, I, I was hoping for like some sort of answer to everything that's been going on the past almost three weeks out of this. And I don't know why I expected that, but we didn't get any answer. We're just where we were, right? We just had to listen to Biden for, you know, 15 minutes for absolutely no reason. It was like you said, it was a, uh, a meeting that could have been a memo. So, <laughs> um, uh, so if anybody has any other opinions, uh, you know, DM us on DM free state podcast or me, uh, on Twitter and we let's talk about it. I think this, I mean, obviously this, this, this issue, this subject isn't going anywhere anytime soon, but, uh, you know, let's keep the conversation going because I, I think, I think part of it is they're going to keep downplaying it until they can't downplay it anymore. That's that's my personal opinion. Uh, I do kind of have a doomer mentality, so I kind of go into things very negatively as it is. Um, so I guess it's just a kind of wait and see. I was hoping for answers. We didn't get fucking any. He talked about Russia and Ukraine more than the you know Israel. So you know, it, it's reminding us that Ukraine and Russia are still a thing. That the little man in Ukraine uh, still needs money. So. All I see is that our our we're just sending out twice as much as money to these countries that we are supporting, not supporting humanitarian. So, um, just playing both sides, especially in the Isra- in the Israel, you know, Hamas thing. We're gonna be playing both sides on that for a while. Um, so, uh, your groceries are gonna keep going up. Your gas is gonna keep going up. Interest rates are gonna keep going up. Your dollar will keep being devalued. And it's all in the name of um, freedom uh, for everyone except us. So, uh, Chris, any final thoughts? Any final thoughts? <laughs> final thoughts. Uh, you got to give me a few minutes on that one. Um, <clears throat> I think people need to get ready. I think um, we're getting ready to experience times that are like a, a virgin in a strip club. It's going to be hard and it's going to be a long time. And it's, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think people need to get ready because it's, it's the, the collapse is coming and it's not going to come easy. So get ready now. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think this is a, um, if we're not going to go into a direct hot conflict, um, which would be very kind of straightforward and recognizable to the public, uh, we're just going to keep, uh, destroying our country, uh, economically, and the border and everything else along with that um you know we uh, what's the company p pmc i can't remember the company uh they have the largest uh government contract for 556 nato rounds and they have historically sold about 30 percent of their surplus in the civilian market and they've completely they've gone completely uh military contract so 100 percent of their production is going to the u.s military four five five six nato rounds um and then you had just i think the same day hornady had a, a fire at their plant so you're going to go you're going to see five five six rounds uh skyrocket uh in price in the market um they've already gone up about five or so cents on average 
Um, so if you've, you know, if you got something, another caliber that is ready buy that, get more five, five, six. If you're going to the range, maybe leave the AR at home, uh, you know, save that five, five, six ammo because we might need it. Um, so that's all I have. Uh, I was expecting this to kind of be a little bit more climactic, but it wasn't, but, uh, I appreciate everybody watching, uh, Chris, go ahead. You got a shout out. You got anything else you want to say? Final thoughts? It was anticlimactic. Was... Yeah. Yeah, it was. It, it was. It was very, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I, I'd imagine this isn't going to be the last time we see Biden in, you know, in a short span of time, giving a prime time Oval Office announcement. Um, it's just, it's just a matter of what happens over there. And, uh, and you know how America loves, you know, hates, loves to hate the Middle East and, and you know, Arabs and stuff like that. So we'll see what happens. Um, I, I do want to say he picked a good time because he understands what Americans want. He squeezed it right between my show and the start of the football game. He knew he couldn't <laughs> either one of those or nobody right. be watching. Yep, exactly. So uh, everybody uh, just go watch your bread and circuses uh, Thursday night football and forget any of this happened and get drunk and uh, go to work on a Friday, get ready for the weekend and um, <clears throat> just keep watching your value, your dollar get devalued and if everything go to shit. Just be prepared. That's all I can say is be prepared. Uh, Chris, any final thoughts, shout outs, where can people find you? And I appreciate you coming on super duper last minute. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at ATFV bootleg. Um, that's where all the real fun conversations are. Um, other than that, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, just search uh, Not A Real Podcast. There's another show, unfortunately, on there called Not A Real Podcast. By two, sassy black By two sassy black women. I'm sure they're both trans <laughs> and gay or some shit. I don't know. But, um, watch that one instead. Yeah. But uh, we're on there. That's we just did an interview with Michael Rechtenwald. It's uh, it's on there now. So, uh, dude, really good interview, by the way. I watched most of it. I was kind of in and out, like cooking dinner and stuff. Because I'll be honest, I am not a Rechtenwald supporter. Um, but that was honestly the best interview that I've listened to him yet. Uh, like no joke. And I'm not saying that because you're my friend. Like that, you kind of brought him out of his shell a little bit because mm. you are you, and you can't like be like reserved when you're talking to you because you're just the opposite of <laughs> reserved. I'm the weakness. <laughs> so I I really did actually I really liked his, the interview with him and I was like, oh shit, this guy's like not that boring. Like he sounds boring, but he may not be that boring. Uh, he did I'm catch just... me off guard. He made a joke about wearing my underwear and it caught me off guard real. <laughs> like I was like what? Yeah, yeah. Not using your toothbrush. Yeah. It was a, but it was a great analogy for 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 and, and comps, right? It was a great analogy, and I thought that was very well explained. So, everybody, go watch Chris's uh, interview with Rectum Mold. I know Joe's going to be pissed at me because uh, me and me and me and my buddy Joe are gonna uh, we're supporting somebody else. But that was a, the best Rectum Mold interview that I've heard yet. And uh, you know, if 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 that's what it comes to, you know, come convention next year, then that's what we get. And you know, maybe I can deal with it. So, um, all right, everybody, thanks for watching this little last minute show kind of live react. This is the first time me doing this kind of thing. I appreciate Chris coming on last minute, uh, shoveling in his dinner to come watch or come join. Sorry. And, uh, you can find, find me 
uh, at BK, the number two for Maryland on Twitter. You can follow the free state podcast at free state pod on Twitter or X. Sorry. It's, it's fucking Twitter and, uh, space force and uh oh dude that question uh, we were talking about it before we went live that question about the space exploration i thought that was a really cool uh question um because the earth is not flat and space does exist jack casey fuck you so uh <laughs> everybody have a good night and thanks for listening thanks for joining and uh we'll see you next week bye <laughs> the fuck?